Hello my subscriber friends, and yes, these are words only for subscriber friends. Um, <clears throat> lovely rainy day, and I have nothing to do, well I'm working currently, but I can multitask. Um, I wanted to talk about, again, this isn't just a subscription recording because of any sort of fear um, or anything, maybe partly, but not that I can tell. I just genuinely think the content would be maybe better received with people who are like here and maybe, you know, it is a way to avoid just dialogues with people looking for a fight because I am a bit tired. Anyway. I recently got onto Jordan Peterson, right? And recently, like, end of last year. Um, <clears throat> I'd been asked about him before, and I have this really bad tendency to, like, if someone asks me about my opinion on someone or something, or if it's trending, I just, my brain kind of avoids it. Like, oh, I'm being told to do this, I don't want to do it. So... I always kind of, when I was asked about my opinion on him, I genuinely had none because I'd been asked so many times and I was just like, nah, I'm not really into it. If I haven't stumbled across it, then I'm not into it, which I'm trying to fix. But anyway, I have this very slow, organic way of getting around to things and that's just who I am. And this applies to a lot of stuff like Netflix. If you, oh, you want to, the minute people start talking about it, I'll watch it in two years, but no. Anyway. I'm not very popular at parties. But Jordan Peterson, um, I can't even remember my first impression. I guess it grew on me. It may have been a Joe Rogan thing. I don't know. But interestingly, it, it's fallen in my lap with um, no sort of thanks to my own pursuit of it. And a lot of things. Actually, it might have been Sam Harris. Anyway, it doesn't matter his stance on freedom of speech and you know I like to listen to a lot of opinions about it because it's an evolving landscape legally um psychologically um socially every every lee it is um you know at the precipice of of something great or something terrible um as well as my legal things and me being like the first person in the country to be you know, upheld and, and, and the legally the only person in the whole world, I think, that cannot legally, by way of the courts, speak on the advertising of a company, which happens to also be a highly abusive form of entertainment towards children. It's not like I'm fucking out there just bashing Tim Tams for something innocent, you know what I mean? Like, let's just, I'm not allowed to talk about it, but, you know. Anyway... I obviously <clears throat> had a myopic way of looking at it because, you know, my life and reputation and um, beliefs and everything is at stake here. But as I listened to Jordan Peterson and his stance on it and his breakdown of it on so many different levels, I've begun to appreciate more that th I'm not alone. Te well, technically I am, but, you know, I'm not alone in this because I believe in my heart that even though I'm alone legally now um, and very emotionally and all those sort of things, but, you know, I'm alone now, 
but this will become something that is going to affect everyone if we don't just combat it in like a in a, a logical way uh and i and i know that this sounds so contrived um this is actually a very similar situation with the first time i heard pink floyd you know i grew up at really indie school and everyone would talk about pink floyd and i went back to my old thing and went no nah, i'm not listening to that it's lame never gave it a shot and as i grew up everyone you know talks about it now and then and i just was like yeah hate pink floyd and then the first time i did mushies it was the first time i heard pink floyd and you can imagine my reaction was intense and so, who is this band oh my god oh my god this is pink floyd oh my god and then i listened to the lyrics and then i realized that I have spoken about experiences in my past that just sound like I'm reciting a Pink Floyd song and everyone must be like, oh, wow, cool, you listen to Pink Floyd too, congratulations. But I hadn't. And Jordan Peterson, and I'm not saying that I've got, like, the same fucking uh, capabilities or ever will or anything to his stature, right? I just want to say that. But uh, he articulated things that I think have been a core of who I am and how I see the world, he put it into words, like a child who's frustrated and crying because I just can't say what's going on. Not that I was crying and desperate for this, but, you know, it was like, yeah, this is what I mean. Yeah, this is what I mean. And and I thank um, the work that he's done because there's no way that I would have ever um, come to a point where I dedicated my own journey into figuring out these burning questions or, lack, or even formulate the questions to find answers to. Um, and the fact that, you know, he's that's what really good learned people do. They, they translate the information for other people to take on board. So, again, it might just sound like I'm being biased because technically we're on the same side in belief of freedom of speech and a lot of things. But I want to reiterate that I would have no qualms in listening to Jordan Peterson and going, what, what a fucking dick. You know, like I'm, I've, there's so many people that I suppose you could kind of put in his category that I are insufferable. And a lot of people maybe would. Like, look, Mike Hosking. Now, I'm not denying that Mike Hosking isn't highly educated and, and great at arguing and makes solid points sometimes. I can admit that, you know, he would have a lot harder job at convincing me of something, even if I knew that he had a point, because I hate him. And, you know, Jordan Peterson was not immune to that kind of judgment either. So, yeah, there was no reason for me to simp, let's just say that. But, the di- whoa, oh my goodness. Okay, of course. Hugo apparently agrees or disagrees, I'm not quite sure. Bear with me. I don't. So, that really lost, I lost my train of thought. Of course I did. That was, I don't know if that's going to record as loud as that was, but Hugo has a deafening bark. I'm rewarding him to keep him quiet. So with Jordan Peterson, I think um, things that do not serve his, in his favour and not because he's um, deliberately doing this or because of um, him trying to be antagonistic, let's say, but rather like, he so I, I suppose it would come with the territory of his profession and his waking up and every breath he takes is basically just 
um, attempting to shed light and education and um, you know really useful information to people who claim they want to hear it but they don't because being sort of um, not even being told you're wrong it's just sometimes I guess I don't know if it's a psychology thing or if it's just a person thing but thinking that you your beliefs are wrong or you, even though he's not saying that necessarily and I can't really say he is or isn't it's, there's no example but you know it, it, we all know that regardless of Jordan Peterson or not sometimes it's uh it's hard to just like say yeah maybe I maybe I got that wrong and, and just recalibrate your brain it's just I don't know it's like a pride thing and there's probably science to it and he probably knows about it and that's why I really like his work because he's done he's done the work and and anyway so I've been kind of peppering her him and his content in my social media and I've had not so much online because obviously I'm filtering out that stuff but I've definitely had people who I do know kind of give me like quite acidic responses when somehow he's come up Jordan Peterson's come up in in conversation and bear in mind I'm not having deep political philosophical chats with most of the people I hang, hang out with I barely hang out with anybody and if I do it's low vibration so that in itself was I I register it more I'm like what it's like a judgment on me because I align or have given uh given you know weight or validated someone that I I really cannot understand why they don't um have similar views and you don't have to but there is never an argument. It's never a, well, I actually really disagree because X, Y, Z. It's always just this blanket, oh, God, you know. And I'm not really saying this because I want to have spend any social interactions having a debate. But um, it's, anyway, it's whatever. I, I've just noticed that it's got a real reaction to it as if I've said it about someone that's really evil. Um, so I'm listening. I, 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 when I noticed this, I listened a bit clo- more closely and I'm so out of my depth with a lot of the words and um, references and I, and I haven't read any of his books. I've just gone back cataloging through his um his lectures and things like that but one thing I am sort of getting a maybe a maybe a handle on sorry referring back to why I think things that aren't going in his favor that are out of his control is he is white and he is a man um now do I think that those are reason like reasonable things to judge him on in a dis- like a in a disregarding way? No, but I understand it because I'm extremely guilty of sort of dismissing, pe- you know, not groups of people, but I would say men. Oh, he's oh white guy with a fucking opinion on like the fucking plight of the world. Rich white guy. I'm assuming he's rich. Well, he certainly is now. But you know what I'm saying. 
Um, I, I, I've dismissed so many. And I would say, I actually, but, okay, so this is where I'm going with this. I genuinely have that sort of judgment and reaction to, and more, more times than not, when I'm being, you know, extremely uh, generalizing and, ma- and forming just a personal opinion because of this tiny bit of information that's relevant. Um, but women, like, if I hear some, I suppose, let's say, um, impactful opinion, whether I agree or don't. Well, let's say for this example, I don't. And I don't know who said it. Oh, I get again. So let's say for this, I don't agree with it. Now, if I'm then going to ask, well, where, who said that? And that answer is a woman, I more often than not will just immediately shut down and go, okay, I no longer care or have any investment in picking apart this opinion because it may have some usefulness or insight. I'm just like, no. Now, is that because I have some bad opinion on women? No, I am a woman. I think very highly of myself and I do believe, and I don't know if it's a scientific fact, but I'm sure Jordan Peterson will know, but I think that if there was a difference in IQ, women would score a lot higher than men. Um, <laughs> so this isn't out of like not thinking women are what they're talking about. I'm just like, oh, they're just, ugh, I, don't, I don't know. <sighs> I don't like that. That judgment is stupid and doesn't serve me well. But I thought about it and I think the reason that I think it is because women are, in my opinion and from my experience, the quickest to sort of um, react in a really unfair way when debating an opinion. Like we kind of, we're like, we'll fight to the fucking death and we're not fair about it. And um, that's only because, you know, yeah, I did a bad thing and majority of people who came at me were women. Now, I've thought this before. You know, I've always known women are way feistier than men, but it's because they generally are. And, again, this is going to be one of the things that could have been labelled as, like, anti-feminist. And I really would imagine that I agree with that because feminism, as I'm learning and being able to put words to, thanks to like listening to Jordan Peterson, is that feminism isn't, has no shred of what it once was. And I'm imagining the original uh, design of, I suppose, the suffragettes or, anyway, I'm, again, don't know these things. But it's weird because it's, one of these things where if I talk about this, I know I'm going to run this super big risk that it's going to get soundbited and people are like, oh my God, people, this is a Jordan Peterson fan. Of course she is. And then all of the old mistakes that I've, you know, never hidden from and I've made horrible ju- bad, bad judgments and things I've said. But that, I, I can't apologize for it, right? And um, there is no, there is no escaping it. I'm not being allowed to not, I'm not saying forget, I'm just saying, you know, not be reprimanded at 
every opportunity because it's a weapon for anyone that disagrees with a point that I have regarding anything. The minute I say something about someone, they go, well, you can't say that because you once said this. And I go, well, the thing I once said, I don't even agree with. Like, we can agree on that. We can agree that that sucked. And that's not acceptable. I can't even join the People's Fucked Up Club in agreement. And it is truly the freedom of, going back to the freedom of speech, that if if people look at the reality of what liberal feminism, I mean, r- radical anything, but feminism is becoming like very much radicalized and it's not doing women any favors. Um, if anything, it's putting further division in this argument that equality is the goal. Um, you know, that by that, that sort of, I guess, like, um, united goal, then it, it seems counterintuitive that it, the whole purpose of the feminist movement is to seek out conflict and, and not allow any progression and remain this perpetual victim. Um, which is fucked up to think that, and, and remember, freedom of speech will fuck everyone if we, if we let the law tell us how to speak our mind, our interpretations. The fact that you, that it can put a human in a box, so to speak, for a thought, as if they've eradicated the thought. You're just putting someone in a box to think that same thing while you pay for it with taxpayer money in a jail cell. You know, there's a lot better things we could really think about putting our money towards. Another thing I'm realising is that, like, if you're going to align yourself with, like, this collective movement, and I would say tread carefully when it's these new fucking, like, hashtaggy ones, because they tend to just, like, remember, like, there was that Coney guy who ended up, you know, like trafficking sex, like young sex, um, sex workers. Like, yeah, and everyone was like, oh, free him. Like, no, do your fucking research. Um, anyway, I just feel like if you start to see this trend of the movement being about um, some oppressed um collective, whatever it is, feminism, um, racism, any type of oppression that definitely is real. But the people who are the, the warriors of this movement are more focused on finding opponents to fight than helping those that they believe are so downtrodden and not using their privilege because to, you know, have freedom of speech and the rights to speak and, you know, not have people silenced. Well, that would be a part of feminism too, but, you know, a lot of these radicals are saying, you know, don't let Jordan Peterson speak. It's like, okay, that was literally what women fought for and you want to have that. But anyway, it's whatever, I'm getting off on a tangent. Um, yeah, so it's like, you, I'd, I'm very mistrusting of that. Like, oh, you're just going to spend all your time saying how you know, everything is 
done by this one person or set of groups that you've chosen on that day instead of going, okay, well, we can't convince the oppressor. Let's unite with the victims. That never fucking happens. When have you seen a feminist, like, Twitter feminist, actually using their platform to promote and encourage their followers to help the actual women who suffer what not having women's rights is, like in, you know, third world countries. You never fucking see it. Not saying feminists don't do it, I'm just saying the ones that would probably label me, you know, a right-wing conservative because I say that um, Jordan Peterson has so many valid points and I say that not... I'm sure we would disagree on many things. But that's not the point. I don't seek Jordan Peterson for his his opinion. I uh, like listening to him because of his way to allow me to express why I really have a very clear and always have had a very clear way of how I see the world and how the world works. And I think I've got, for, for where I am now, which is the best I can be on this day, but a good grasp on it because I think about things a lot from my experiences of not thinking things through, things through a lot. And to find myself in a position where I believe that my views are in only the utmost for progression and development and the liberties of everyone. I want that m- more than anything. And yes, of course I've, there's people that I, I, I wouldn't extend those things to because I, I'm not that enlightened. You know, if I was the ruler of the world and they said, you know, okay, you figured out the world. You figured out communism. How are you going to do it right this time? And, I mean, the first thing I'd do is just, like, beat up everyone I hate. That sounds... That sounds an awful lot like fascist dictatorship. So I wouldn't be able to get it right because I'm a human. But, in the scheme of things, I think I'm a lot more sympathetic and understanding of intention and that's what it really boils down to I think it's uh, unhealthy for people to ask the blatant like this broad question of like are you liberal or are you conservative even though I've done it tonight but you know I don't have an alternative because I couldn't possibly bracket myself in such a weird way because without context, first of all, um, I think in many cases I truly have some conservative viewpoints. Um, and those generally are in reference to things like human, um, human uh, like cognitive human traits and, you know, where I believe behaviour comes from, like, I, I think that's a reason, like, psychology is real, and I think that's, you know, that's conservative. But I'm also 
extremely influenced by a spiritual kind of understanding of how creation has come to be, the essence of God, all of these things that would be considered very liberal. So I couldn't, to label and put myself in this box is another just divisive way that we've been sold to um, further segregate. And, you know, segregate, I say, on viewpoints. And it's the more we just blindly accept it, the less we're spending time on actually combating the real issues that, in essence, these um, movements, you know, social movements, claim to be trying to support. Which, if I think they did, then there would be more progress. But the idea of feminism now, it's like you have to love women. I fucking hate so many women. Like, I hate more women actors than I hate men actors. Don't know why. It has nothing to do with their gender. In terms of my opinion, it's just they happen to be women. I don't hate them because they're women. I hate their acting, their fucking attitude, whatever. But do they happen to be women more than men? Yeah. And do I hate some men for, you know, in different other things? Yeah. For example, I hate male vets. They don't listen. They're rude. They're dismissive. My dog fucking hates them. They're just not, in my opinion, good with animals. Sorry. It's not because you are a man. You just happen to be a man. And the most vets that I don't like are men. That's just... <laughs> my observation on the situation. But the fact that now it can be like categorized in this blanketed man-hating or woman-hating narrative and that depending on where you fall on that pendulum, you could have your civil liberties revoked because a court that basically has been built on the atrocities of, you know, everything and the whole thing needs to be redone because you know it's not popular because it's a, it's current and you know I've offended someone who's claiming they're a minority well where does it end you know everyone is a minority in light of something else there's always a level above and beneath you there always is am I at the bottom Absolutely fucking not. I'm super close to the top. But am I at the top? No. Fuck no. Like, I'm, I've got... My mum's white. My dad's Chinese. So, but I, I definitely pass more as white. So I'm privileged on people who would look in with my genetic makeup more Asian. And I would say that because we don't live in Asia. I'm living in New Zealand. I understand that. There is a beneath me. Also the fact that beneath that, if we take away my own biology, we've got the indigenous population that have been raped and pillaged of everything and are expected to just live in harmony with us while we complain that they just ask for their rights back. See, there's something beneath that. But then above me, well, I'm not a man. If we're going to go by this structure of victim, um, you know, I'm not half 
um, billionaire. All these things which are often used as this reoccurring um, argument that the plight of your, your, your perceived idea of plight, even though I'm sure many, because they're all fucking intellectuals that try and fight for these re- very real issues, they're applying it for themselves to be celebrated like they are doing something of martyrdom when they're, all they're doing is it, reinforcing this totally bullshit uh, notion that their position is unwavering and that they want to be the perpetual victim. Now, it's not all. I'm obviously saying that. And a lot of people would be like, oh, so you're going to say perpetual victim as if, you know, there aren't victims. No, 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 there are victims. And my point is, I believe that victims are the ones that don't uh, abuse and seek the law to nuance further um, and limit the rights of what can only help the atrocities that have happened in the past with freedom of speech. They would never be using the law that, you know, has actually oppressed them for so long to now, you know, make the rules. Um, So I believe that freedom of speech and the laws having control over that is the thing that will be that push and that, that domino effect of collapse will start there because it will never end. What will an interpretation turn into? What We'll need. We will literally have to require on with AI to speak for us, so that we um, remain free, because you can't um, hold a, a a computer liable if it misspeaks. And obviously, computers don't have free thought, so they're. Uh, notion that may be deemed bad, well, if they don't believe it, they can't really be saying anything, can they? And then where does it end? Well, who's writing the programs and who's writing these laws of what is acceptable and what's not? Certainly not the people who are experiencing these things. Certainly not the people who are having a grasp on how to navigate through it when we have, when we trip up and continue to learn. And do you really think that freedom of speech in a civil capacity is going to liberate minorities? Do you honestly think that, the, that freedom of speech laws are going to take the people at the top down first? Do you think that passing a law and getting behind that is going to silence the Mike Hoskins or the if you hate Jordan Peterson types? No, it's going to silence minorities that are demanding actual rights because it's going to turn into this political tug of war of what is offensive and what is a human right what is a what is a thought and what is an offense what is a thought and what is a belief and what um how how are you going to measure its weight by silencing it.
sometimes it's actually necessary to measure the, the depths. It's necessary to measure the heights and the depths so that when you encounter it, you're not going to misstep and jump and think it's two feet and it's eight stories. And imagine that. Imagine going, no, there's a, there, we're putting a cap on things you're allowed to measure. Think about it. We need the information so that we can navigate through it. We need the racists. We need the bigots. We need them to sit and be free to speak so that we know how to handle it accordingly. But we cannot expect to tell them to be quiet or put them in a box and expect their thoughts to change. The only way to do it is to let it come out and figure out a way collectively to either integrate their thinking into a better one or respond in a way, socially, <laughs> that makes them understand that it is they are not a part of this collective and banish them into wherever the fuck you banish them, but not jail. It's up to the fucking community to make those decisions, not a court. So anyway, I think Jordan Peterson's the shit, and I just wanted to say that.